Jamie Neal, the host, asked many questions about their mindset and how they fundamentally operate their world and the world around them. Hello and welcome back to 360 Yourself. I am Jamie. How are you doing? Um, so today I've got the brilliant Kerry. How are you doing, Kerry? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you for your time. I know you're a very busy woman, so I'm very, very grateful for this moment just to capture you for 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 these 20 to 30 minutes <laughs> no it's great it, to be honest it is a bit hectic but I'm, I'm enjoying kind of speaking and meeting new people it's it's actually a, a great time for people to connect in a weird way although we're not connecting you know face to face we seem to be reaching out over the internet and over skype and zoom and yeah all these, you know, these these platforms and it, it's actually great i'm meeting lots of new people and talking about new things and and taking new directions which i'm loving that yeah it's, it's so funny that, that we we were talking well the, the society was talking about how social media has become such a terrible thing prior to lockdown and everyone's getting i'm i don't feel i'm really connecting to people so much and then now people are going oh my god social media i'm connecting to more people now than i ever did before well, I think it's a lifeline, exactly that. And you, I thought exactly the same thing, you know, before lockdown, maybe I'm spending too much time on it. Am I not looking up and being in the moment, you know, a bit more? But actually now it's it's formed so many more relationships for me with people finding, you know, being able to share, um, you know, new projects I'm working on. Um, it's been a real tool and I'm, I'm grateful for it. And also to, for, it's an instant communication with people like-minded people which i love mm, this is very very true i because obviously you have you've you've had such an amazing career and you've met so many brilliant people and, and i'm and i probably can say that you've you've been an inspiration for many performers and creatives for a long time and it's also quite nice to actually have this moment to reconnect with all those relationships that you have built before and also building as well with new projects and stuff and, and what's interesting about this moment is who's reaching out to who. Um, you know, I'm speaking to people that I haven't spoken to for, for many years because we're all just reaching out and saying hello and checking in and using this time where we often go, oh, I'm too busy, I don't have the time. You know, I'd love to book that in, but I don't have time right now. And it's actually given us kind of a gift of time. And for me personally, being able to be at home with my family, my husband and my two kids, you know, it's rare that we would have a dinner together. But now we're having three meals a day together and exercising together, and it's actually a gift of time. Mm, mm. That, that's how that's how I've seen it. I'm spending much more time with my family than I. I probably go down to Devon where I'm at at present, maybe like two or three times a year. I probably spend like maximum seven, eight days here at Christmas, and now I'm living with them, and I, we get to we do runs and we do walks, and it's so mm. good for the soul to be re reconnected and just actually have a moment to 
to talk to talk to people as well properly and not to be able to go to try and fit people in i think that's really that's what i'm enjoying absolutely and it's good to, i think it's good to we all were living at 100 miles an hour and i think it's been great to actually just take time and and, and stop and slow down and you know notice your neighbors reach out to your neighbors you know do you need a pint of milk can i do your shopping for you can you know saying hello when everybody goes out and claps on a thursday kind of waving to your neighbors and talking to them it's been a sense of a sense of community that we we don't perhaps or we haven't perhaps noticed in the past because we're moving too fast so mm. it's kind of a good thing in a way and i'm i'm kind of hoping that especially myself and my situation is that I take a little bit of that forward when it, things do start ramping up again and we do start running around. You know, we just take a bit of stock of, you know, actually, do I need to go there and do that? Or can I do that? Can I do that from home? Or can I do that next week? You know, just slowing down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because you've had such a, uh, going back to, you've had such a, a brilliant career and you've done so many brilliant things. And obviously a lot of people know know of you and, and the and your, your brand as 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 a performer but what how what i want to go is go back to the beginning where did it all start because I, I i know your career very well um because i'm a massive fan but like some people might not know so let's go back to the beginning how did it all start for you yeah well i, I kind of had quite a simple um beginning to it my, i lived in a very small village in suffolk um my parents worked, my dad was a policeman and my mum was in social services, so we, I, there wasn't like an influence of theatre or creativity as such. Um, so I just went to a local dance school as such and loved it, you know, and it became my drive, my passion. I, you know, did classes pretty much every night. I, you know, did competitions and did shows and this, that and the other, and it was there was never any question that I was going to have another route. And I think that that came from me, um, but it was heavily supported by my, by my family. And I was very fortunate that they embraced what I wanted to do um, and still do, you know, they still support me. And now my immediate family and my husband and my kids, they're brilliant. You know, they're so supportive and I've been really fortunate to have that because I think in this industry that's incredibly, um, uh what's it's uneasy it's not it's it it can change at the drop of a hat you kind of need that support and that grounding um so yeah and that, that forced me on i went to a drama college um in surrey um and then you know came out of college and did my fair lady and the rest is history yeah i mean i mean that's just i i, I once read that you got um told 30 uh, like three hours before you were going on that you were going to be doing the main role of my fair lady i did yes i did actually I'm, it's funny because i'm i'm doing a book at the moment while i'm you know in lockdown utilizing the time and i've, I've just been talking about that very moment How and funny. It, it's amazing to go back to that that crazy phone call you know you're going to be playing the role of um of eliza doolittle and oh dear oh oh dear tears Oh no! Hang on. What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? Sorry, it's my youngest. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, All right. Oh. Oh, right. Go, 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 go,
but being at home and trying to do things and also have the family it's it's tricky it has its um it has its challenges yeah i i've a lot of many friends who are trying to juggle doing uh, they're in like creative agencies and they're creative directors and they're trying to come up with ideas for new projects and that sort of thing but they've also got to handle their kids and making sure they're doing the schoolwork and stuff i just don't oh, know how people do it it's just <laughs> Homeschooling is another level. I think that's going to deal with a lot of mental health issues, if anything. I think it's going to bring new new uh, health issues. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. And so, and so, let's go back. So, you're you're writing a book at this moment in time. I am. Yeah. Again, amongst other projects, um, uh, my podcast is my was my focus to start with in lockdown, um, and I can talk about that in a bit. But the book has come. I, I spoke to somebody a few years ago about they came to me Kelly Reynolds came to me saying you know I think you should do a, a book about yourself an autobiography and I was like I don't think it's the right time I'm not quite ready and also I don't have time to actually just sit and go over all that stuff anyway lockdown obviously hit and I thought actually this is the perfect time I've I've got time to, to sit and go back over all those stories and and my journey and that's exactly what we're doing and it's it's been really kind of cathartic almost just to go over, go back to the beginning and embrace and relish and enjoy all those all those things that I've been doing and, and achievements and ups and downs. And I've really enjoyed it. It's been great fun. But, yeah, I mean, we're not in any rush to do it, but it's... Um, it's in the making, shall we say? Yeah, and it's it's so fast. Well, I'm always fascinated with with people who are highly successful and brilliant. What they do is is the journey. I I'm always fascinated. Going obviously from the outside eye, people look at people and go, "Oh, it, they've got it so easy. They were doing this show and that show, and they've done this project and that project." And it's always just so fascinating to see the lows and the highs of people and how they yeah. kind of operate within their world. And we obviously don't get to see it from the outside eye. So to have that within a book or to within a podcast to actually talk about it is so brilliant. Well, that was the inspiration for my podcast, exactly that. Again, I was, it was something I was putting off. I, I had started to be a guest on many podcasts. Um, I was on Sally Morgan's um, show, which was great, and, and Rhiannon's, uh, Rhiannon Lambert. And I was, I was starting to get in, getting into these podcasts, and I thought, oh, I'd love to do one. And I did one uh, called Acting Up. Um, which was a group of um, of presenters getting together and, and talking about theatre, which was great. But I was kind of a guest panellist, and I thought, at some point, I will do my own. And obviously, time slips away with you. And then, obviously, this time was perfect. So I thought, actually, I have something to say now, and I want to talk about exactly that, the highs and the lows and successful people that we all know and love. I want to hear the kind of the other bit you know when they've come off a big show and when they when they then kind of go into into their normal life and how that feels um and that was what inspired my podcast keep calm and carry on and you know we're now kind of first series in and it's doing brilliantly people have really responded well to it and and for me it's been an incredible focus and i think something that's kept me um not sane, but it's kept me focused at this time and given me a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And it's also, and it's also, I mean, going from this podcast and your podcast, I, I feel very um, blessed, but also th- it's also therapeutic to really just chat about kind of like what you're feeling or previous feelings or, and actually know that you are also not alone in, th- in some of the thoughts that you previously had or, or having at this moment in time. 
Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it's nice to chat to other people. Um, and it's also nice to, to, to hear how it's affecting other people, you know, the reviews and people's comments. And it has been incredible just how how they go, oh, my God, I didn't realise Alfie Bow went through this or I didn't realise that Shoshana Bean had vocal issues. And it's been, I think it's been really interesting for people to kind of associate with these very successful people. And for myself, I mean, I'm, I've got quite into my podcast, in the, especially in the last year, and I love listening to people like Fern Cotton, uh, Happy Place When I'm on My Bike Ride. And it's just that kind of, it's a different form of escapism that theatre brings us usually, mm. but we don't have that right now. So this, for me, seems to be filling some kind of void that I have at the moment. And it, and it's nice to hear just people chatting and, and, and listening to their stories. Mm, mm, for sure. And, and uh, what, I, what I'm fascinated about is how much you've, you've done over the years. And, and, and I'm assuming and I, I know that you are very ambitious with, with your with your pursuit to, to to perform and all these kind of amazing roles that you've had i'm i'm sure in the in the moments that you are you've got no's and yeses and that sort of thing there must have been well a couple uh moments where you've doubted yourself or there are bad days and good days how do you kind of operate when you are feeling a bit limbo yeah i mean that's it's a brilliant question um i mean and again, that's something I've been talking about a lot in my book. I think that I've always had a mentality of it's 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 not my time. It's not my if I've got to know for something, I can kind of separate it and go, it's not me personally. They're not having an attack at Kerry Ellis. They're having an attack at the performer, Kerry Ellis, that she's just not right. You know, my face doesn't fit. And I'm okay with that. And yes, you, you, there's jobs that you want um, that you don't get. I remember um, going up for a veto and I desperately wanted it. And I was heartbroken when I didn't get it. But I'm quite quick to, to change the thought process and move on, um, especially in the last kind of few years um, where I've got a young family and I've kind of found my yoga that's kind of been a big influence in my life and my mental state it's just helped me focus on on how to not dwell on the negative and appreciate the positive and how to just move on and i think that's it's you know if you get a no let it go mm. as Alfie Bo says mm. do you do you do you find that you your contentfulness is is um, at, sta at being stable, because some sometimes as, as when you are a high achiever, I'm I'm like this, and I've I've battled this for a long time, is that I'm never usually that that comfortable with what I'm doing, and I always want to do more, so I'm never really content with the projects or whatever. Do you always do you find that that you are better at managing your com your comfortableness and your contentfulness? Um, no, I think we're all I think we're all trying to create the perfect balance you know the perfect work-life balance the the next big job you know we're always I think as performers and entertainers we're always striving for that next big thing mm. um I really do think that and I it's I'm lucky to have a support network around me friends and family that go oh but you've done this you know how about how you've performed at the Palladium <laughs> you've performed at the Royal Albert Hall you've released albums you were you know and, and kind of naming those things to make me go oh my god yeah i have yeah I, and you, you it's not that you forget but you're we are 
I think we're kind of channeled to look for the next thing. I think that's as actors and performers, I think that's how we just operate. Mm. Um, and it's more of a providing um, issue, I think, as well, because our work obviously provides money. So we don't have, it's not a secure industry. We don't have a nine to five. We don't have a year salary. We don't have the security of a pension. We don't have, you know, all those things. So I think, you know, in a way, we have to look for the next thing for our security. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think I've just always done that. So I've always made sure that I've got something coming up or I'm busy or I'm throwing out new ideas or creating new opportunities. Mm. And, and, and you're saying that you at this moment in time, you, you, you do yoga to, to, to soothe the kind of mindset. Have you always been doing yoga even from you when you were just starting out as well to kind of calm the anxiety and that sort of thing when you first start yeah. kind of going into a no. performance yeah not at all I, I mean I found yoga I went I kind of got into it a little bit when I was in New York I found um I found hot yoga and ashtanga yoga mm-hmm. um from a few classes I would drop in when I was doing Wicked on Broadway and I found it just a nice um uh, change of direction, a change of thought, and a and a, some peace for an hour. Mm. You know, where I couldn't think of anything else, and I loved that. It just took me away from. I again, I didn't have to be anybody in that class. I didn't have to perform. I just had to breathe and do the exercises and feel brilliant when I came out. Mm. I then kind of, um, I then dropped in and out a bit. You know, I I would try. Uh, I would, there was one in, in, in Soho in London that I would drop into now and again, but time kind of took over and I then did yoga all through my first pregnancy and after, and I think it saved me. Um, and then when I moved up to, um, I found a place called the Yoga Shed in Hitchin and it's, it's just changed my mindset. And I was going two or three times a week and it just, it just made me kind of live in the moment a little bit more and and again, just appreciate what's around me and, and just think silly things like, you know, <clears throat> a, a beautiful day, being being fit and healthy. Well, that's a big thing. But just simple things, you know, just mm. trees, you know, it sounds kind of <clears throat> a little bit hippie. But I think I think it, it really has changed my mindset and it's made me more grounded. It's made me, uh, I think, a little bit less stressed and it's just given me perspective. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? When you are in a fast paced kind of career and and you don't have those moments, so you don't even have time just to think about this really really simple things of like we're we're fit and healthy, and that when yeah. it, when it's just a sunny day, I don't know about you, but I'm really affected by the weather, and, and even if yeah. like I don't know something's going on in my life, whatever it is, if the sun's out, I just feel really great, and it's the simple things like that, and actually, I think when I'm in my normal in quotes normal life when i'm traveling a lot and doing and doing meetings and stuff i never really utilize just the, the sense of what the weather's like well i think when you're when you're working and this exactly the same as myself when you're working and you're rushing around it's not your focus because your focus is the job in hand and where you're going what you're doing so i think it's only when you take yourself out of that you know, running around at 100 miles an hour and you stop and you think about something else, something like yoga or reading a book or podcast, whatever it is, that takes your mind away so you can't think of anything else apart from the moment that you're in. Mm. I think it's only then that you you stop and you appreciate it. Are there are there any other moments or uh, tools that you use to 
to find that uh, that now moment i know yoga is one of them but are there any other things that you find um it's for me it's usually exercise um uh like i I get a bit obsessive about things so at the moment i'm because i can't go to my yoga classes and i can't do it at home because my kids suddenly think i'm a jungle gym if i'm (laughs) doing down the dog um i found cycling and which i love again just being out in the open air listening to a podcast you know very quietly while i'm out or just listening to nothing when i'm out on my bicycle i love Mm. um or, or trying to just do a bit of um a fitness at home or get or walking my dog you know simple things but it's usually physical hmm. um, and i think it's because you kind of have to concentrate on something else if you're being physical yeah no it's true i think because obviously the endorphins go to your brain and it kind of just makes you focus on one thing and also just gets rid of all the kind of negative energy and that sort of thing but fitness is brilliant if um if if anyone's thinking listening to this podcast and going what should i do in this moment i'm a bit bored go for a run i'm telling you it will make you yeah. feel a lot better oh yeah and also it's, it's there's all different kinds of exercise i think people get frightened by you know you say um you know because we know that exercise is good for our bodies it's good for our health it's good for our minds but i think people get frightened of it but it can really be as simple as going for a walk but maybe up your pace slightly or going doing some yoga at home doing some stretches doing you know there's so much out there now on on youtube and and there's so much information out there that it really can be quite simple it doesn't have to be lifting heavy weights or or you know going for a 20 mile run it doesn't have to be like that it's something just to be active every day and it will change your mindset i promise yeah and if uh, just to just to put a plug in i'm really really into joe wicks and courtney black oh we love joe wicks (laughs) ah like even if just you do like a 10 minute ab or a hit session with him it's pretty much just enough doing that in itself so if you do need that stimulus please just check out joe wicks because he is pretty brilliant at just finding like your body weight and just doing simple exercises but like a at a pace and you do really feel it even if you're just doing 10 minutes yeah and this is all things that you can do from your home as well they don't cost you anything you don't you don't need weights you just need yourself and and your body weight and that is it and it's and we do it with my kids actually he does the schools thing at the moment especially you know and we've been doing it with my kids and it's been brilliant Mm, yeah i know i mean it's something you can do with the family he's really capitalized on this lockdown moment yeah absolutely yeah and and good luck to him i mean i've been doing a few of his his little workouts for for a few years now and i think he's brilliant he and he's a great guy he's very positive doesn't Mm. really ask much of people you know he started out and it was all free it was really accessible and and fair play to him Mm -hmm, for sure for sure and so and so because you've been living so do you permanently live in london do you permanently live in london now or did you was there a point in your in your career that you were going to move to new york and stay there or what made you kind of live in 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 england no i I, the only reason i went to new york was for wicked Mm. um and i went on a six month um uh, exchange with adina so that was why i was in new york and i did love it um I didn't. Re- I was born in Suffolk, and I always knew that I would probably move to London. I went to a London college, so that was kind of the the natural kind of progression. And mm. then obviously all the West End theatres. I knew I had to be in London. Um, and obviously now, because I tour and do concerts and 
you know, and that, at the moment we don't do anything. But it doesn't really matter where I am now. And for me, the, it was just better for my family to be slightly out of London and have a bit more space mm. and have a slightly slower pace for them. That's what I wanted to bring a family into. Yeah, I think I think the the idea of when you get get older, more established and stuff, you don't really need to be in the center of something. You can be at literally where wherever you want to be because people know who you are, and you just go off and do your do your thing, and then you come back to your solitude, your your family moment. Yeah, and I think I, I think people can travel from all over. Well, they could, you know, travel used to be quite easy, and you could fly all over the place. It was relatively easy. I don't know how that's going to work moving forward, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I have numerous conversations with my agents and friends of mine in the in the industry and just going, I don't think I'm going to be traveling this year. And also work strategy is all going to be totally changed and how we function in this new way of working and living is is a totally another conversation. But it's very in, it's a it's a, it's a long conversation with um, how everything's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, you know, I've been doing a lot of like Q and A's with um, colleges and um, dramatic kind of societies, and doing a lot um, not masterclasses but Q and A's, and it's been really interesting to to hear their questions and a lot of them say, "Oh, what? How? What do? You, what advice do you give?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm kind of experiencing this for the first time, the same as you. I don't know what's going to happen. I mm. don't know how it's going to move forward." and I hope it gets back to some kind of normality, and I'm sure that it will out at some point, but I'm, I don't know how that's going to happen, um, but I'm sure we'll find a way. Of course, of course. We are we are brilliant at finding <laughs> solutions to problems as, as people. I mean, look at what's happening within the theatre world at the moment where people are going a bit slightly crazy going inside, and so people are going, okay, well, how can we utilise this moment okay well we'll all come together and we'll start singing all these different songs like i was watching a video of um, avenue q of only for now yesterday it's brilliant how people are coming all together and singing and stuff yeah people are getting really creative and it's great to watch and it and it i mean it's i think it's brilliant and and you can't i just don't think you can hold creativity back you know people find a way mm. and and they are finding it and it's brilliant yeah, they, they, they say restriction births new creation. And that's what I got taught at college, where you, you the more restrictions that you have in places, if you're making a piece of work or creative or, or a song or whatever, the more creative you get because you've got so many different walls. You can't, you, 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 you can do anything because... You have to, you, yeah, you have to find your way, don't you? I mean, it's the same, yeah, it's like this, my project, you know, the podcast came from exactly that. I was like, I have, I don't want to just sing. You know, I, I done it. I did a couple of lives, but I don't just want to sing. I want to find something else, and that was mm. that was where the podcast was born. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, what would you kind of give to young people or to other performers or creators or people listening with one quote that's kind of always been at the forefront that you would kind of go to in times of doubt or times of success or whatever? Well, a brilliant quote that Brian gave to me at at some point, and it was actually. It came from Freddie Mercury, and he said, talent will always out. Talent will out. And, and it stuck with me because there's times where, you know, you get frustrated because you don't get something or you or something's just not aligning. Mm. And and it just gave me kind of a little bit of comfort that, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with myself. I'm okay with what I have. I'm okay with my creativity. And when it's ready that will come out and that will be enough 
Mm. And, I, and it's always given me comfort. And I'm grateful to that, you know, that that piece of advice that he, you know, passed on. And I think it's, um, yeah, it's a really good one. Good. I, I, I t- totally agree because talent will always prevail because it's always going to be there, isn't it? It's always, it's just got to be the right moment and the right time and all the stars have to align. Absolutely. And, you know, you might not get everything that you go for and it, it just might not be your time and that's okay. And I think mm. being okay with that and yeah. having confidence in yourself that something will happen is the way forward. Amazing. I think that's a brilliant place to leave that on. I think that's brilliant. Talent out. I love it. And obviously from the great Freddie Mercury. So, I mean, how, where can you go wrong? <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kerry, for giving me your time. I know um, our listeners are going to be so thrilled to hear from you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure talking to you and all the best. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is 360 Yourself and I'm Jamie Neal. Thank you very much for taking a moment to listen to our wonderful guests. Please subscribe to our podcast to access all our brilliant guest episodes. They are released every Sunday at 12pm. We are available on all listening platforms, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Google Podcasts and Castro. You can also find us on Instagram at 360 underscore yourself, Twitter at yourself360 and our host at Jamie Neal JN. Thank you for listening.